Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chaotic Harmony. I'm sitting here with my friends. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about arts integration. So mm-hmm. let's just go ahead. And we're just going to jump right into mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. So does anyone want to share their thoughts on arts integration? Like, what do you think arts integration is? And then I have what the Kennedy Senator defines arts integration as. So. Yeah. Well, Webster's Dictionary. That's <laughs> uh, your favorite thing, John. I know you like it. Yeah. Yeah. John doesn't like it when we define things like the dictionary. Yeah. But this is dictionary. Really good, but this is Kennedy Center. Cool. Yeah. No, and Kennedy Center has a great um, definition. You know, definition of yeah. it. Thank you for that word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arts integration is something that is, um, there's a lot of buzz about it. And so it's something that our district is kind of trying to promote. Um and are you going to talk about how the Kennedy Center has the difference between arts-enhanced curriculum and arts-integrated mm-hmm. curriculum? Because, okay, good, because I really like that a lot. Yeah. And I think it's important. Um, so I think for years, uh, there's been arts-enhanced curriculum. And, like, as my art teacher and I have been establishing our programs at Finney over the last four years or so, we have dug through lots of closets. And everybody has somewhere, if they've been teaching for any length of time at the school, a kit for, like integrating art Mm. into the classroom or a cd that came with the social studies curriculum with songs to enhance the curriculum they're terrible (laughs) i've gone through them hoping that i could find something usable i I, i've received also a bunch of uh tape cassettes as well Mm -hmm. i haven't looked through them but i take your word for it (laughs) i've heard some of the chants that people come up with like for farmer and the doll and i understand the process behind it but some of them it's like that you can't fit that many words into a sentence and try to (laughs) make it rhyme example i'm curious i don't have one off the top of my head i have one i can share with you later that's about citizenship that's a little problematic but like one of the rules that we learn in orf well and the content is fine and the and the the idea is that we put something to a familiar rhyme or song so the kids learn the content because music is glue right Mm -hmm. so like the idea is certainly fine and well-intentioned but we're not using it to teach musical skills yes so um that's that's where we run into it and to issues and in orf training when we did our homework the role was cindy giebler hi cindy hi cindy hi, hi cindy we love you and miss you yeah, true story later for you it's uh-huh. true oh. <laughs> <laughs> please hold um we uh we had the rule that we couldn't fit more were like the word couldn't have more syllables than we had you know rhythms or beats or mm-hmm. whatever like mm-hmm. you can't, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't allowed mm-hmm. so anyway i recognize that because it happened on my homework quite frequently it's fine it is fine, it's fine. so this it's is all tricky enhanced, right well so we'll i, I don't want to take it from mark but um i th- where it's all coming from i recently learned this um did you guys know that since 1995 it has actually been mandated that like first through sixth grade children will receive the arts as part of their school day in california schools there's a law in the books hmm. did you know that i didn't know that until recently I in ed code anyone code. but yeah it's in the ed oh. code and i i can look it up and we can post it later um but um there's no oversight is kind of right. what it came no, down to sure. districts yeah. had sure. to police themselves so yeah um, it's been important, and I think every few years somebody went, wait, this is supposed to be happening because there's a law on the books. Right. So you have all these products that come along with curriculum. Yeah. Yeah, too, and that were well-intentioned. But So now we're trying to kind of take that to the next level with our music programs, Absolutely. some of us. So, Mark, yeah. tell so us what you know. I just, up front, my school is a partnership with an organization called Turnaround Arts mm-hmm. and Turnaround Arts California. And basically, our partnership helps us use the arts as a tool for the whole entire school, for our culture, for kids, for teachers, everything for arts integration. And so being part of this, we on our on our at our site, we have an arts leadership team. And so the leadership team kind of takes a a spearheading the arts. And so as part of that, we got to go to a training. And I sat through an arts integration training by the wonderful doctor, Dr. Akita Long, and she talked about arts integration. So the Kennedy Center defines it as this. Arts integration is an approach to teaching in which students construct and demonstrate understanding through an arts form. Students engage in a creative process which connects an art form and another subject area and meets evolving objects in both. 
So she took that and then broke it down into an arts ecosystem into three categories. There is arts as the curriculum, arts integrated curriculum, and arts enhanced curriculum. So with what kind of what that is is we we are arts as curriculum teachers. So right. we, yeah. we base specialists. everything right. So as yeah. specialists we base everything that we teach into the art standards. Mm-hmm. Arts enhanced curriculum is kind of taking a song and adding it to a lesson to enhance that lesson. Okay. Arts integrated curriculum takes the um, the standards from whatever it is that is being taught and also takes an art standard and kind of fuses them together. So the, um, the uh, assessment at the end is assessing both on the front of the knowledge based out of that, um, that subject and then also an arts-based uh, assessment. So that's kind of the difference between an arts, a truly arts-integrated and an arts-enhanced lesson. Make okay, sense? recap. Were sure. there two or three types? Three types. Three so types. Arts, arts as the curriculum, so yes. kind of what we teach. Got it. Okay. Arts enhanced, so kind of just use a song to, to teach, you know, and that's not okay. That's great. And so, yeah. arts enhancement is great. We love Put arts enhancement. Put content to a chant. Right. And that's how the kids remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then an arts integrated lesson looks like uh, at the end of this lesson, the students are going to create a, I don't know, we've been on break for a couple weeks and so my mind is kind of mush right now by the end of this lesson children will use like dance movement or um you know some sort of like visual um movement to illustrate landforms right Right. or like students will use tableau to Mm -hmm. recreate the 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 setting and the characters of a story Mm -hmm. there you go you know if they're working on setting and characters yeah um so that that particular lesson is then you are assessing, are the students able to do the tableau? Are the students able to show the movement and do that? And then are the students able to kind of recreate and do the show and understanding of the story? So if it was settings, like what what does the tableau look like? If it's taking place on an island, are they showing things that might be an island? Or like if it's a forest, are there trees? Or if it's a desert, you know? Just so Mm -hmm. kind of those type of things. Um, So with that, uh, they kind of touched upon the California art standards. Mm And so I know for me personally, when I've looked at them, I'm like, ugh, they're so broad. Like, this is, they're, they're terrible because they're so broad. Like, it could mean a, a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. But in fact, they're broad, but that allows all teachers to access them, not mm-hmm. just VAP yep. teachers. That's true. And so, like, for me, looking at that and taking a step back and realizing, okay, that's why they're broad, is so that general education teachers can integrate these fully into the curriculum. Yeah, it's not meant to be a scope and sequence, it's meant to be standards. Right. Yeah. Right. And then with with that though, like you can see K to six, right? Where that where that happens, they spiral back around to each other too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you you learn about dynamics or tempo one year and then you never touch on them again. They That's spiral right. back around in first grade and second grade, but every year they're more complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and nuanced. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think just kind of where I want to take this, and I know Crystal, you at your school are are aiming towards this and john and zoe not maybe not quite yet as a full school but Mm -hmm. how do you think you can advocate to your teachers or your administration like arts integration needs to happen Mm -hmm. like it's it's not enough and then we we had talked in a previous episode about school culture so if we are able to use an arts integration as a tool to help shape that culture of our school like how would you see yourself going about that do you mind if i interject a question before yeah please um did any of you guys have a sense of arts integration in your education growing up kind of like you guys remember any sense not enhancement but arts integration uh we did a mission project in like fourth grade so we had to like do a bunch of research on a mission and then our teacher gave us the choice of how to build it and so with my dad we built an actual mission okay that is a classic california fourth grade Uh, project my mom made a mission in fourth grade yeah so it was really interesting as you were describing so eloquently mark Mm -hmm. and succinctly uh what arts integration and enhancement and arts are Mm -hmm. um i was you know taking a little trip down memory lane in my mind Mm -hmm. and like my most um I don't know, like valued educational moments like like that I take pride in were arts integrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time thinking, and mostly in high school and in college, but I remember at the time thinking, wow, like I pulled one over on my teacher. Like they, like I, I'll give you an example. In the ninth grade, we read The Odyssey by Homer. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Uh, my teacher, my English teacher, was a music major. He went to Boston uh-huh. University and he played the cello. So I knew that about him. And so I thought, oh, like, I can get away with, instead of writing an essay, I'm going to make a mixtape. Well, it was like a burned CD. And so I found, like, 15 tracks that I related to the Odyssey that I thought told the story, a story that was similar to the Odyssey. So there was, like, Bob Dylan all, of, all along the Watchtower, and there was, uh, was there a Kanye West? There were, they, it was just so fun for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I went to, to college and I was a performance major, I minored in... Um, in writing and so I would and again I, w- I thought like wow I'm like pulling one over on the university this time like because I would write about music and I would like create like create things that were poetry but they're also music mm-hmm. yeah so I'm like so intrigued I want to learn more mm-hmm. about arts yeah. integration <laughs> how do I teach this definitely yeah. so I cool. think I think um, our education in California can feel really siloed when it comes to all the different subjects, Mm. Um, but kids only benefit when we're talking to each other and integrating our lessons more with each other across classes and subject lines. I I was thinking, as you were talking, Zoe, um, when I went to school, to middle school in Birmingham, Alabama, at Gresham Middle School, um, I was in I was in the um, the accelerated program, and it was the first time that I had experienced full arts integration in school. There's just this brilliant team of teachers. Their job was kind of to get the kids ready for the IB program in the high school, mm-hmm. um, just like bring it up to that level. And it was the hardest I'd worked in school in a long time. Um, and there was this amazing social studies teacher, Mrs. Gulliver, and she really brought all of that to life. I remember like medieval times, like really vividly because of the things that she did. Um, like there was this one time we were learning about um, like the map of the medieval world and we had to make a map and like make a castle and all of the, the different people that made like that oh, whole like area cool. run, you know, like, and all the different rules. Um, we had to make a marketplace and, and make goods to barter for mm-hmm. with each other. That's awesome. Um, when we studied cathedrals, we had to do tableau. Mm-hmm. Now looking back on it, she didn't call it tableau, but that's totally what it was to illustrate very orf style with our bodies, like mm-hmm. the different structures. And I'll never forget like learning about buttresses and like the team that had to do the buttresses like got in position this kid goes nice buttresses (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) (laughs) seventh grade um yeah it it was it was very memorable Mm -hmm. yeah similarly Yeah. yeah um i had an eighth grade teacher she taught both english and social studies um and her name was linda matlock or Reynolds. No, no, it's Matlock. Um, and she had us, there were so many opportunities for us to utilize creativity inside um, her class. For example, I remember we had to read, read a book based off of the um, Civil War times. And so you had to choose which side you're going to read a book on, the South or the North. Um, and But the thing was, uh, you had to do four pieces of works. And in those four, you could choose which specifically you wanted to do. Um, like for example, um, one of them is like in section A. You could either write a, write a paper or you could write a song. That was another option you could do. Um, and so she gave a lot of options, but a lot of them were very geared towards the arts. One thing I really remember is during the Civil War uh, sessions that she had us write letters to imagine that we were writing a letter to someone else. But it was it was creative writing, even though it's still mm-hmm. writing, and still it's the creative aspect of it. And so we were supposed to uh, try to imagine what were we were. What, what if you were inside? What if you were part of the war and you're writing to a family member? That's well, very immersive. Very much so. I and like so we that. had to write six letters um, to a family member. And so yeah, wow. it was very, it was very well. I, yeah, the ones that the projects I remember the most were geared or rooted in the arts mm-hmm. yeah. and an imagination. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Creativity, love it. Every year, our sixth grade team at my school they do um, they do a living museum. There it is, and so they study about Egypt and they do a bunch of Egyptian stuff. So the kids have to make costumes and they have to like dress as an mm. Egyptian uh, who yeah. the character, and then other classes get to come in and they're frozen and they 
push the button and they they come to life and they talk about their character that's so cool but it's it's integrated because the they're also being assessed on their costume they're also being assessed with how they act and are they you know acting like a queen or are they acting like a you know soldier or whatever it is from that time okay so i think that that portion of the the assessment at the end is what helps tie it into fully arts integration rather than just an arts enhancement Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah so um with that Mm. i our school is we're in our second year of this of turnaround arts of this partnership and we're learning how to how to do it And so I think one of the challenges that can be faced up, um, that teachers can face up, classroom teachers especially, is there's not enough time. Mm -hmm. Uh So how would you, thinking about, like, how could you talk to somebody or tell somebody you can interweave this in what you're already teaching? Like, Mm -hmm. how would you have that conversation? Because that's something that I struggle with at my site of just, like, I know that you're teaching the science lesson or the science unit but you can add this and use this and like I just I don't know the language and I was wondering if anyone might have an idea of language that you could use with your colleagues that's so hard because here we are telling teachers after years and years yeah where they've re- where they've achieved mastery you know in a particular subject area and they've always done something some way you know yeah. well there's just this way I've always done it um and they feel successful to say, oh, but there's a better way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I understand the resistance. I, I understand it. And especially since time is our most finite resource, we just, we don't have enough hours in the school day to right. do all the things. Um, I think that, I think that the message needs to come not just from us. It needs to come from, from a lot of different angles. Mm-hmm, it needs sure. to come from parents who are saying that they want their their kids to be exposed to creativity as much as possible. It needs to come from administration mm-hmm. and they need to have an understanding that what we're asking general education teachers who are already overworked to do is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to just provide lots of support and understanding and room for imperfection. Sure. You know? So I- Oh, you want to go, John? Um, I think one thing that is important for this is, again, you know, time is finite, and just proposing that you need to having the need for arts integration to proposing that is not enough. I think what would be helpful is taking the extra step and actually creating a lesson for them to do it, mm-hmm. and that way if it fails at least they didn't spend the time trying to devise something that's not in their wheelhouse of understanding supposedly sure mm-hmm. yeah uh so when you were posing that question mark i thought back to when i was doing my masters in los angeles and uh it was around um winter when we were all supposed to be uh thinking about where we were going to do our student teaching in our program we had to like seek out schools mm-hmm. it was kind of i don't know hmm. I don't know if that's how you guys did it at Point Loma, but anyway, so um, I had a classmate that uh, she ended up doing her student teaching at a charter school in LA called Renaissance Arts Academy. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's a arts integrated school and they, they've got an incredible story. They started, it was basically a one room schoolhouse. Like mm-hmm. they took a shoe store, a shoe warehouse, and they turned it into um a high school and now it's like third at least at that time it was like third grade to 12th grade but um to give you an idea of what they were doing um i went to see their spring performance so they had been working on it for a very long time and all students either took contemporary dance or learned a string instrument Hmm. every student and they it was a very intense um like pursuit of learning that discipline Mm -hmm. but um the final performance was uh, the Rite of Spring, Ooh. Edith Piaf, and Tupac Shakur, amongst other artists, like, playing okay. off, wow. off book. Mm. It was memorized, like, telling the story through movement. It was what? so, so cool. Um, so I was blown away, but then talking to my classmate about how that school runs, I've never seen another school like it. Um, she said that it was really challenging for her because she 
wasn't allowed to do anything. Their philosophy is that you need to observe for three months before you start teaching there. Whoa. So I think that, like, because I've, I've bumped into, like, that tension, like, like where a classroom teacher wants you to integrate, you know, like, they want your tools or, like, vice versa, where I want to incorporate their content into my teaching, but then we don't know how right. to... So I feel like us granting ourselves like that grace period of let's just like allow ourselves to observe for a long time and like maybe like that's a year for us because realistically we're not going to get into classrooms well at least for me on my schedule i'm not going to get into k through six classrooms every week yeah Mm -hmm. right it might be once a month for a while that is that is such an important perspective zoe and i think that it would go such a long way in building a bridge just to just to say yeah i know she's been in my room (laughs) yeah i know she knows how i do things Mm. yeah we have we have begun a school-wide integration arts integration project this year for the first time um our principal is just amazing beverly is amazing and i really appreciate her leadership and how much she embraces vapa um and she really wants it to be a school-wide thing that um the kids just understand the connections that they're making in vapa to their normal everyday projects because there there are tons of connections um but kids don't think that way Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with, uh, like for, for example, they don't understand cognates. Um, you know, an English learner doesn't understand the words that are, you know, very similar in English and Spanish until you spell it out. And I can't remember a single cognate <laughs> right now to give an example. Like, um, um, courier, courier means to run. There you go. And like a courier. There you go. Is someone who delivers yep. mail and like, will we'll deliver things. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, they but they don't understand those connections yeah. until you French. make it for them. Huh? You know, it's not what a mean? French, yeah. Spanish, yeah, it is example. sure, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. that's loose, light. You mean, yeah, you know, loose. There you go. But there's 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 so many of them that yeah. we're like, oh, that word is the same in English and Spanish, but a kid doesn't understand that until you spell it out. So, mm. yeah. um. We've done a couple of things to try to get integration going at our school this year, um, we, and we have no blueprint to follow. And I think that's been the hardest. You know, we're kind of inventing this from the ground up. So um, we started with um, working with the La Jolla Playhouse. They have an artist program, a teaching artist program. Mm-hmm. So they have been coming in and working for a quarter with two grade levels each time. Like they just got done working with third and fourth grade. And so it's two drama, you know, professionals um, who go in and they will create a unit with each grade level and then work with them for a quarter. And so they come in like two hours a week to help co-teach it. So they teach them ideas like levels, tableau, being aware of where your audience is, performance decorum, those sort of things. Um, and, uh, and then work on whatever, like third grade did landforms, which was really neat. Like, um, you know, desert and mountain and plateau and, and what, and bodies of water. Um, I can't remember what fourth grades was. I think it was something that had to do with character development and storytelling. Um, and it's, it's been interesting to see how that's gone. Um, it's been, um, it, it, it was, it's kind of this like professional development thing for the teachers. That's how it's, um, it's laid forth and so it's like here's some more tools for you to put in your toolbox as an educator but it's also it's hard because it takes up a significant chunk of instruction Mm -hmm. time you know two hours a week is a lot um and it's all new language and then it's like outside of normal you know collaboration um so the teachers are already planning so much and here they're taking something that they might have been familiar with in a different way and just having to think about it differently and bringing different voices in. So I like that input of come observe and find out how we run things before you have input over it. I feel like that would, it feels very respectful to the master, you know, teacher that's already, you know, doing Mm -hmm. really good things. Um, And, the first time my art teacher and I, um, you know, entered a room, we we really respect all of our colleagues, but we we don't we don't get to watch them teach. They don't watch us teach. When we're teaching, they're collaborating, um, mm-hmm. and so that comes down to like time. I think like how are we going to have time to go into fourteen different classrooms and observe? 
Um, and when we're teaching their kids, they need to be, they need to be collaborating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, sure. they schedule every minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's tricky. It's really tricky. So, and I, and I just, I think everybody needs to be valued for what they bring to the table. And you have to start with that foundation of trust and respect in each other before you can have a useful collaboration. So, yeah, it's been um, it's been a fun experiment, though. We've had some really great successes. We've had some some things that did not work, <laughs> um, but we learned that. Sure. Yeah. As we were hashing this out, lots uh-huh. of gears are turning. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it's something we're all that's over the just, place. <laughs> right. It's something that's just offered, and like, if you want to sign up to do it, you sign up, mm-hmm. and you only work with those teachers who are interested in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starting small. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then maybe if you have like I don't know. You know, every school has those teachers who are just willing to jump in and try something new. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then you have those teachers who are comfortable with the way they teach things, and that's fine, like, both ways. Yeah. But if we want to get our schools to towards an arts integration, like a full arts integration, then everyone should eventually, like, be doing it in some capacity. But then I wonder, then, if, if you do have, like, a smaller team, mm-hmm. and then whatever is created is then is displayed and celebrated and showcased Mm -hmm. maybe then that'll pique the interest of the other teachers Mm -hmm. yeah 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 maybe those teachers can can kind of pass the torch and like start modeling for other teachers Mm -hmm. that could be cool we have a shared document where we just keep track of what we've been doing um and i've been trying to write in as much detail as possible you know beverly created the document and i've been going and just trying to fill it out just it's so that she knows what we've been talking about, but um, also anybody can log in and check it out at any time they want sure. to and see like, oh, okay, that's what second grade did, and um, those were the roles of the classroom teachers versus the art teacher versus the music teacher, and maybe we could do something similar. So that's been helpful, just yeah. having a way to to gather what we've already done and uh, whether it worked or not. <laughs> Let me ask you this because I'm curious. Um, if in the spirit of arts integration, if that's the direction that your school eventually wants to go to, not saying that either of your school, John, Zoe wants to do it, but I know mine and Crystal, like that's the direction that we're headed. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it would be wise or do you think we should, as the music teachers, learn the standards of the general teachers? I don't see that any harm in that at all. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think that it behooves us to be experts in what our kids are going through as much as possible i'm just curious you know just on a human level what my kids are learning about Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's valuable what do you think i definitely think it's valuable Mm -hmm. um just the the question valuable yes definitely especially if you go in the vein of what zoe shared earlier the idea of respecting the other classrooms teach it's it's a combined effort and if you're not willing to learn their standards why should they learn yours sure and so it's it's a two-way street <laughs> yeah back to old reference yes yeah um yeah i know it's it's it has to be a two-way street and so it's, yeah, it's if you if if these teachers that have been teaching general education for a long time mm-hmm. are willing to place the effort to learn your stuff you need to learn their stuff yeah so then how does that shape your music classroom you asked a question about value i guess we gave an answer for that um mm-hmm. how, so, you specifically john like it's for everyone yeah, yeah. so like i mm-hmm. think Zoe, would you agree then? Like it's it'd be valuable for us to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm currently trying to do that mm. for for nice. this course. Yeah, so I, um, and I am part of the ILT this year. Oh, yeah. wow! Yeah. Come on now, nice. Yeah, so um, which stands for um, instructional learning team. Learning team, learning right? Team. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so it came up in our just on our site ILT meeting. Uh, that it would be great if the VAPID teachers could go observe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our principal blocked out the last week of every quarter for us to prepare for whatever we're doing that quarter, um, whether it's the next quarter or, like, if it's a performance. He's just like, we're not doing it. Because also minimum days on mm-hmm. first and third quarter. Uh, so I, I blocked out some time where I just went to each grade level and I just poked my head in. I said I sent out an email ahead of time, but um, I'm just trying to like take in a little bit of inspiration. Just be in the classroom for a few minutes, see how kids are are acting, and um, try and see like what is a main strand that they're doing. Whether it's their benchmark or mm-hmm. um, like sixth grade, it's Egypt, 
but yeah. I'm trying to like yeah trying to infuse that into like orf <laughs> creation composition that is my favorite thing I have to say about arts integration is seeing my students in a different context mm. because mm. they behave so differently mm-hmm. in the general education oh, classroom yeah, yeah. Like, and sometimes the teachers will ask me, like, have you ever had a problem with so-and-so? I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've never had to redirect him, not once. Like, I'm shocked it's even a question. You know, there's one little boy in particular that I was shocked that the teacher was like, so how does he do in your class? Because <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's just constant in, in general ed, I guess. Hmm. But in music, he's just laser focused. And I mean, he's hilarious. Um, he la- makes me laugh a lot. Uh, so just seeing, seeing where they excel and where they struggle and, um, kind of the defaults that they automatically plug into when they're in like their general ed setting, as opposed to the music setting. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And they just don't know what to do when I walk into their normal classroom. They're like, Mrs. Pridmore's in here. (laughs) It's like seeing a teacher at the grocery store. It's like the same reaction. Like you don't belong here. You know, (laughs) you're in the wrong room. Yeah, so it's been interesting. Um, I've been using a lot of math integration or trying to. Just Mm -hmm. um, They've talked a lot about how the kids just really struggle with um, understanding numbers and their relationships Mm. to each other. But, I mean, gosh, music is nothing but math, you know? Yeah, if if you're keeping a steady beat, if you're creating these complex rhythms. And sure, when we're reading music later... You know, quarter notes and half notes and all that good stuff working together. It's all mathematical. Mm-hmm. So that's been really interesting to kind of walk them through that. And then just to see that, like, oh, I get it, you know? Yes. Yeah. I love that drawing your ILT. That's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. That is awesome. really cool. Yeah. You've kind of inspired me. I think I might. Pioneer. See if I can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, it, and our art teacher had been on the ILT oh, in the previous years. Oh. Uh, and she's on maternity leave, so oh, she's okay, like, "Can you fill in while I'm gone?" And I, I didn't want to at first because I was like, "Oh, subplans, like I don't want to do it." But it's great, and I totally recommend. Like everything that my principal said, it, this might not be relevant to you because this is like English line, English learner focused or math focused. It's all mm-hmm. been relevant in some way. It's just understanding students yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. That is so interesting. Then I feel like that gives you language. Then when you talk with your general, like with your colleagues, mm-hmm. that I think is the piece that I felt that I've missed out on is I just don't have that like a good enough understanding of their language. Mm-hmm. To when I speak to them, like they understand that I understand what they are doing, and right. I think that like when it yeah. goes to advocacy, we need to learn the language of our you know our board members, of our superintendent, of the people who make the, like the big decisions, because mm-hmm. then if we don't speak their language, they're not going to understand our language, you know? True. That to me kind of ties into this thing that I've been thinking about a lot. I hope it comes out right. Um, about how I really feel like as the, as the pioneers, if you will, of what we're doing, just reestablishing this whole thing. We just, we kind of have to think at a different level Then I don't know what the person who comes after me is going to have to do. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, maybe they won't need to worry about all these different things, but I feel like while we're in the process of convincing people that music is important and music is here to stay, we have to be experts in everything. So yeah, we have to learn all seven grade levels worth of standards. We have to learn every acronym. We need to be volunteering for, you know, ILT and the union and whatever else we can get on. You know, John is on the, on the union board at his school. Our voices need to be heard or, um, we just, it or will be dismissed mm-hmm. um and uh and and we need to we need to toot our own horn because nobody's doing it for us you know sure. right yeah and just just prove like yeah we're just as as equal <laughs> as everybody else right. and um yeah and of course we care about the kids and we <laughs> and our content is important and it's challenging and it's nurturing development in the brain in a different way so, but until we have enough evidence stacked up for enough years, it's we're just going to have to take that extra step and yeah. be that much more legit. Well, I think in a, in a previous episode, uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about school culture, mm-hmm. and so like how how cool is just arts integration into in the change in that school culture? You know, right? Understanding yeah. that it's not this own siloed thing, right. but it belongs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, as mentioned in an earlier episode, in order to keep the culture that you've established in the classroom, visibility needs to be needs to be there. Mm-hmm. And if you are being visible, like physically in the classrooms, like that 
adds to that culture. Mm-hmm. Sure. It helps sustain that culture that you're trying to create at the school site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was interesting hearing you guys talk about your own personal experiences, and I'm really glad you asked that question, Mark, mm-hmm. about like what do you remember? Because I think so much... Uh, so so many times the idea of fun in the classroom is so undervalued, but play and fun are memorable. Mm-hmm. They stand out. Those are the experiences that we remember. And so if we want learning to stick, it needs to be fun. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And bringing the arts into the classroom infuses joy, not just for the students, but for the teachers, too, you know, when they find a way to excel in it. I think that they were told for so long, though, that it wasn't allowed, mm. um, at, at yeah. least around where we were. Yeah. You know, there it's not a new idea that an arts integrated classroom is a great place for children to thrive. But just because of how education funding and policy has worked for the last few decades, mm-hmm. um you know, it's been so contingent on high stakes testing um, and on these extreme budget cuts that we've seen. Uh, you know, teachers are under a, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that the kids are performing in certain areas. So I understand the fear. I have I a really thought bubble. Please. While you're talking about like fun experiences mm-hmm. and you had your Renaissance tableau lady teacher. <laughs> okay, for like people that have never done a tableau mm-hmm. or know what that is, maybe we could make some content later about, like with us doing tableau. what a tableau Kinda is. Like Mark was, it was like, it's like famous a in um, arts, <laughs> Turner oh, yes, Arts yes. Facebook. Yeah, he's yes. in their Facebook post. You were dedicated to that pose, man. <laughs> Can you tell what it was? Uh, it was I can up. see it. It was up and over. Like this. Oh, you were up and over? So I was standing, but I had one arm up and one arm over. A waterfall. Nailed it. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> oh, I was a tree. You were a tree. Oh. Got it. Oh, a beautiful tree. Whatever you were, you were you were that 100%. I sure was. <laughs> be, the, be the best tree you can be. That's right. You can take anything away from this episode. Be the best tree you can be. Excellent. Sorry, Zoe. You're Excellent. Saying. No, I was just things. saying, let's, make, let's do a tableau later. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cool. Sweet. It's like a statue. Mm-hmm. It's a statue it's a frozen that, scene. that tells a story. Mm-hmm. Yes. But see, so, okay. Just quick side note. Yes. And then no, we'll go for it. jump back into it. Our school is uh, doing a program called VTS. It stands for Visual Thinking Strategies. I mm-hmm. may have shared it with you before. Um, but within it, you ask, you're allowed to ask three questions. So you show the kids an image and you say, what do you see? And they say, I see whatever it is. And then you follow up with a paraphrase and then, or what, what do you see that makes you say that? Mm-hmm. And then they continue their explanation. Then you're like, okay, what more can we find? And so I think tableaus are a really cool opportunity for a VTS session to happen, um, where you have this, you have the statue or whatever, and then like you can look at it and be like, well, I see a tree. Okay, well, what do you see that makes you see it's a tree? Well, I noticed that like his arms really high and it kind of looks like tree branches and this that, and the other. And so using that art strategy to help you know, help uh, give vocabulary and critical thinking in other areas, which then can be translated into, like, math. So when kids are looking at graphs, they can, like, slow down and be like, well, what do I see? I see this graph, I see these plot points, or whatever it is that they're doing. What do I see when I say that? And then this line, this line, and so then they can mm-hmm. use Hashtag that. accountable talk. Yeah. There's a buzzword. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we talk a lot about vocabulary acquisition at our schools since mm. we have so many English learners. And yeah. so always looking to increase, even our general ed kids, you know, our, our general population, just like trying to increase their academic language. Yeah. Right. Um, writing is hard uh, for kids. And yeah. uh, and it's been so fun. to. Those have been some of my favorite arts integration lessons uh, have been. Um, creative writing and and adding vocabulary and those have been fun like i have all these adjectives from orf for movement words and Mm. so um joshua block did that thing where he scattered all these different words all over the floor and then you got to go to every word um and kind of play with it a little bit like bob was one of them or like um bubble bounced uh Mm -hmm. you know it just but dozens and dozens all over the floor and i love scattering them out and saying okay what do you see that you don't recognize and it was funny because they were like why is Bob on the floor? Like, that's the name. <laughs> you know? So we talked about bobbing up and down. You know? Yeah, But definitely. they wouldn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with that, like, you can you can do that in the classroom. with a, It's a movement activity that mm-hmm. you're doing. And so, like, if you have vocab words for your unit, and then that could be, like, the kids warm up that day. Yeah. So it's integrating that. And then you're also, you're assessing, essentially, on the movement. Are they doing it correctly? And then are they, like, 
they're showing understanding if they're they're bobbing you know right. they're supposed to and that's when the and then is. can they use it later that week in a creative writing exercise talking about a monster moving sure. from one place to another which Named is what bob. we did Named bob. <laughs> bob bobbed bob bob bobbed. bob <laughs> anyway yeah yeah very cool guys cool well thanks yeah. thanks for yeah. the the talk and I, I love your guys insight it's super mm-hmm. helpful especially like for me since our school's full full steam ahead in the mm-hmm. immigration stuff it's but really cool i encourage everyone to find a teacher friend and maybe start integrating in their classroom yeah i'm gonna keep my fingers crossed maybe come on rosebank you know yeah. i think that's talking. seriously though that's great advice like find a teacher friend like find your fans find the people yeah. that are like yeah i want to do more vapa in my room yeah. the ones that enthusiastically embrace it and then talk mm-hmm. about it at the break room yeah. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. need those ones <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but this is one of those microphones like it it has a spring inside um so a little dollar store microphone so okay it used to echo when you spoke into it now it oh. rattles oh it didn't used to so are you supposed to imagine it rattling or a no just a microphone <laughs> a little toy microphone okay. how would you use it in your music room well i actually use a non-plugged in microphone for oh, okay. Ooh, visual representation one. yeah okay um because yeah I, i'm kind of in charge of all the sound equipment and okay. they're still in my room perfect but um yeah i have an actual microphone and then Whenever this like whoever the speaker is or the singer is the soloist, uh-huh. they're either they're holding it or the microphone's pointing at them. Mm. So people have a, so the students have a visual representation of whose turn is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Your turn to sing. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, using it for those shy kids, like mm. in kinder, who don't want to talk and who maybe. Talk Mm-hmm. Um, but if this echoes, like maybe it'll be a little bit louder for him if it's supposed to echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think um, like I don't know if this is how you use it. I think uh, Sandra talked about like question and answer, like arioso. Yeah, yes. and arioso. Yeah. So you could sing like, "What did you eat for dinner today?" And then it, when it's their turn, I, I ate salad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good so one, John. Like after they've all had a chance to practice it all together, then then we're practicing that whose turn is it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. props are so important mm. i are. love props i love using them at every chance because it's like not only is it like sing into this like you're on stage it's like now it's not just them singing they have something to hold on to and sometimes you just need a handle yeah you know like (laughs) you you just need something to be like this isn't just me this is me in the microphone Mm -hmm. and that mental block um is just surpassed so i have one that's covered in glitter that we use it's a lot of fun yeah of course um i also have a collection of stuffed friends and in the music room um, I have Forte and Fortissimo, the frogs. Um, Forte goes and sits with the best singers in kindergarten who are singing the loudest, so but in their cute. singing voice. Singing and voice. Fortissimo, since he's extra, right? Extra loud. Um, he jumps <sighs> he's around a the bit room. Extra. He's a little extra. He so he hides. And so he's kind of like our year long elf in the shelf. And the kid who okay. finds Fortissimo first gets to hold him. That's cool. Um, and then I also have Mozart, the cow, Mozart. Who, who also sits with everybody. So. Yeah, they'll sing for an animal. They'll sing to get to hold the mic. So before we get to the round of the week, I uh, just want to say those watching and those listening, I really appreciate it. We all really appreciate it. Um, all of us. I hope you're getting something good out of this, but something that would really help us to make sure we keep on making these uh, podcasts happen. If you could go to you, the YouTubes, if you could uh, hit that like and subscribe, that would help us a lot so that more people can learn more about Chaotic Harmony and be a part of our community and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Also, it would be very helpful if you could write us a review on iTunes or any other podcast streaming service you have. That way, again, more visibility, not just for other folk, but specifically for our teacher community folk, just so we can all interact with one another. That's right. Yeah. And also, if you have a question, feel free to email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Seriously, we'll be really thrilled you did. Super. We might Yay. throw a party. Let's do like, it. Oh my gosh, we got an email. <gasps> Round of the week. Uh, we are going to be doing old Abram Brown. Are we going to do the augmentation diminution? Yes. Oh. Okay. okay. We have to give credit where it's due. So that was Cindy Gabler's idea. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Um. So we'll explain that later. This is a uh, Benjamin Britten. It's pretty fabulous. I'm so not who- going to sing it. Someone else. Can. Oh, okay. So you're not going to sing it? No. Well, I'll mm-hmm. sing it all together, but not by myself. Mm-hmm. 
So wait, who's doing what? Oh, let's, well, let's just sing the song, song yeah. together. Okay, ready? Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him more. He used to wear a long brown coat that buttoned down before. One more wait, wait, time. That button? That button. That's what the book says. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him more. He used to wear a long brown coat that buttoned down before. Let's do it in a round real quick. Let's do the th- the three parts, right? Well, I, I know. Four I, part. Let's not do a four forget. part round. I know. Okay. And then we'll do the aug- 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 augmentation, augmentation diminution. Dimin- thank you. Yes. Big words. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Okay, you guys come in on the stars. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. Old Brown is dead and gone. He's never seen him. Sorry. No, Wait, it's fine. Was... No, I, I repeated at the beginning. So it's it's really awesome. Dude, when fifth and sixth grade gets this right, they sound so good and they're so proud of themselves. But sometimes like convincing them to sing this song is tricky. So um, Cindy had the idea to have us all sing it like zombies Ooh. rising from the dead. And it was really fun. Um, so now we're old Abram Brown is dead and gone. And that was really appealing to sixth grade. So yeah. they got into it. Um, also, never underestimate the power of a fog machine if you have access to one. Careful for smoke alarms. Mm. Yeah, Are with we, a fog machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, our they did a musical, uh, not a musical, a little play. Uh, the YMCA awesome. did, and they had a fog machine and. It set it off. Yeah, oh. I've never had that problem. I've done both dry ice that I got from the science teacher three years ago, and a fog machine. Never had that issue. So mm. good to know. Good heads up. Okay, so. John, you explain the so, activity. Augmentation, and we're going to essentially sing the same song. One person is going to sing the song regularly. The other person is going to sing the song, but twice as slow. Diminution. Diminution. And then the other person is going to sing the song twice as fast. Augmentation. <laughs> and the way that Cindy explained it, the zombies were the diminution. The uh, little mice, was it? Yeah, it's the things that eat the dead people. So it's like the <laughs> bugs and the mice, or, <sighs> yes. or ghosts, if you want, if you'd rather. So they were the uh, augmentation, and then yeah. just the farmers were the. I have this people. very vivid picture in my head of Victoria Bowler, like being, <laughs> being the augmentation. Um, she was really good at it. I was a diminution, so it's fun. Okay, so I'll be normal. You'll be your farmer. Normal. I'll be diminution, then I'll be Sloan. Okay. Sweet. Mark, you want to do fast? Sure. And Zoe, you just want to jump on someone else? Like, physically? Jump on me, Zoe. Yeah, exactly. The boys can do the crazy okay. stuff. Ready? Here we go. Okay. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him more. He used to wear a long brown coat that buttoned down before. Old, Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him more. He used to wear a long brown coat that buttoned down before. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. see him more you want to try it again real quick no okay one more 
Mark, want to do it normal? Sure. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah, do it normal, Mark. Ready? It's because Mark's messed All up. All of us at the same worried. time. That's no, okay. It's fine. Here we go. Old Abram Brown is dead. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. You do it slow from the beginning. Nope. Can't do. You want to do a slow one? That's fine. Okay. I'll just sit here. Here we go. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him gone. He used to wear a long brown coat all buttoned down before. He used to wear a long brown coat all buttoned down before. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him gone. He used to wear a long brown coat that buttoned down before. Old Abram Brown is dead and gone. You'll never see him gone. So do that with kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, pre-K. Start with pre-K. Yeah. In my head, it's so so such, awesome. such yeah. a better job. <laughs> right. Cool. Ooh. Highly recommend. All right, hopefully. Well, happy Halloween next happy week. Happy Halloween. Do you uh, guys have costumes you wear to school? No. Well, we do a, a literature parade. Oh, mm. that's yeah, cute. So cute. No. I'm Professor Ravenclaw. I'm nice. really like I have my robes. I'm Professor a Hufflepuff. Oh, of course you yeah, are. Makes a lot Me of too. sense. Dave Thaxton like hacked the Harry Potter theme for a glockenspiel, so I walk around with the soprano glockenspiel playing. Dun, 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 nice. Dun, dun. What do you think? It's I'm cute. Slytherin. Awesome. Or Ravenclaw. Yeah, I see a Slytherin. I see Ravenclaw. it was Ravenclaw. Zoe. Ravenclaw. Gryffindor. Whoa. Yeah. What? Interesting. Everyone wants to be What's Gryffindor. What's your house, Zoe? Hufflepuff. Everyone. Oh, okay. Two Hufflepuffs. Slytherin, really? Yeah. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> no. One Gryffindor. I'm a Hufflepuff. One right. There's nothing wrong with Slytherin. <laughs> I'm a Slytherin. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real boy. All right, Zoe, where can we find you? I'm at Ms. Kumagai. <laughs> I'm at Mrs. Pridmore. I'm at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. And I'm at Mr. Keemer. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Keemer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com So I was thinking, instead of augmentation, or like... We just finished, Brian. What if we call... It It would be like the Twista version. Twista. Twista. No, it's alright. I couldn't find oh, that stupid... Oh, no, the rapper. Oh, He's yeah. always like rapping like double time. Oh, okay. Yeah.